We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. Hey, all right now. <laughs> we back. We back. We back. We back. We got to sound like we just got to win, y'all. Come on now. We did get a win. We yeah, I know. We don't sound win. like it. We hey, we back now. We, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, we back. We back. We back. We back. We back, we back. Again. And again. All right. What up, what up, what up, podcast land? It's your boy, Brent Tell. This is the I Can't Afford to Quit podcast. And today, guess what? The first time in two years. Almost. Two years. Two years. Um, all three of us are in the same building. In I know. Building. Round of I'm excited. I am too. <laughs> um and well, today is we're not gonna do like the regular layout. We just go ahead and do a um event recap because we just come back from uh, uh we the people roundtable discussion, and it went perfect. I think I, it did. It did. Um, somebody just commented. Um, Made elite just said, "Awesome job tonight, scholars." <laughs> and. Uh, I think we did a dope job tonight. I, I mean, Uh-oh. especially for it to be the first one. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. We only going up from here. I'm excited. Um I was nervous. How are you guys? You were nervous. I could tell you were I think Brentel is just a perfectionist. He just and, wanted and, and everything and that's, that's really to be was. right. Like the cameras oh, by the way, we uh we had this film. Yes, right? and the video will be up on YouTube. Right. Yes. So, but it was funny because you could just see him going like this to the to him trying to direct the cameras and stuff. And I'm like, Brentel, let the men do their job. They, they <laughs> go, they're going to get over there. Like I feel like he would. You just wanted to make sure everything went according accordingly. They did. Yeah, they. I think it's going to be dope. It's going to turn out good. It it's is. gonna. It's yeah. It yeah, I think it's going to turn out really well. Um, Everyone spoke really well. They showed up. I was surprised. I was just happy that the table was full. Like, I, yeah. you know, I was just like, okay, are we going to have people to show up for this round table? And, of course, we always had somebody that say that they're, they're going to come and all this and that and don't. You know, mm-hmm. you have those type of people, but we weren't deflected by them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we Well, we got to figure out what we're going to do as far as, like, the schedule of it. But there's going to be more events to come, which I'm excited about. Yes. And shout out to Miss Maydale, yo. I know. Can we just, can we? Can we just give her a round of applause right quick? <laughs> shout out to the, to the GOAT. Because, I like, I just want to, I just want to lift her up because when, you, when the video comes out, you guys will see it. Like, the knowledge that she has. Mm-hmm. And how unapologetically black she is. Oh, my God. And the wisdom. Yes, the wisdom. She, right, behind it is just so significant to what we're trying to do in the community, I think. Stephanie? I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she about to shed a tear. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Because when I I first met Maydell... I met her at the, the King's breakfast that they had. And then we went back to her house and we had the conversation. And I'm listening. I'm like, oh, okay. You, When people say certain things, 
and they they the way they talk and and their mannerism her behavior displayed that she she has a heart for the people mm-hmm. and yeah I, yeah I like her I like her <laughs> and Dallas yeah I, I, I enjoy I enjoy having conversations with her because she opens up your mind and makes you think about a lot of things you know me being not from this town and me just being in this town and learning this and learning that you know what I don't know she knows that's why whenever you're in a uh, whenever you're having a discussion amongst yourselves and other people it's important to have elders there for that wisdom and that knowledge and I appreciate her and Dallas for coming out I really do all right and they didn't have to and that's the thing because yeah. you know they they've put up their they put up their boxing gloves or you know mm-hmm. as the, as they say mm-hmm. they hung their tile up or whatever they you the know jersey. yeah they I hung their jersey I don't think they have though really well as far as on paper is mm-hmm. concerned mm-hmm. yeah i don't think those type of people don't ever stop fighting right and they won't and mm-hmm. they won't like a lot of people don't know the things she's done she's the reason why you see black male carriers in Fremont Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's been advocating since been advocating and it's just you know to have a woman like that in this community I know it had to be some type of of, of difficulty because you want to help your people but some of the people who you want to collab with who you want to support they're not going to support black people if it truly doesn't solely benefit them financially like mm-hmm. you, you're just not going to help because you don't want to help you want to you want you want status mm-hmm. you want status and you can see that she, she doesn't want that she love her people but wouldn't it be dope if her people did something to show support and show love and encouragement and show thanks to her mm-hmm. we did a award mm-hmm. for um the elderly in, in our church when was it last year? Yeah. I think it's about time that we do one for Dallas and Mayday. They need it. Yeah, to give them their flowers. Exactly. And they, they need it. They need it. Um, they do. Just, a, just an award, just a thank you. I mean, I'm just putting out a little, you know. That's hard. I something that year. I think that we should. That's something to very we, we're going to consider for the future. Because um, if the city of Fremont won't show them love, the black community will. Yeah. You know. I'm all for it. Yeah. So, oh, shout out to Natasha Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't set that up. Mm. We had, uh, <laughs> uh, what is it called? A spread yeah. of soul food. Yes, we did. Mm. I mean, we, we had to do it. But Black History Month. We, we had to. Know. We had to have a little something, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that soul food. Rounded it out with sweet tea. Yes. Mm. You can't get no more blacker than that, though. And cheesecake. <laughs> you can't. Uh, you it really was can't. it was everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, people are gonna be talking about that tea and that food for at least another week. <laughs> it was yeah. everything. It Shout was. out to Shonda and um, what's that? Jasmine. 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 Mm. Oh, Jasmine. Mm. 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 I know. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know how good this food was. Like, oh, I wish I could just like put it through the microphone, <laughs> matrix, it, make, matrix it through the through the through the airways. That cornbread, but that cornbread had like butter pieces. In it, <laughs> She's still talking it about had butter. Like when I cut, this is butter. Mm. 
It just gave you a hug on the inside. <laughs> like, you know what's like, like them lima like beans things. had the ham hock in it, y'all. Come on, nice. Smoked. Uh. <laughs> 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 the, the cabbage. Oh, God, yes. It was the right amount of, of salt and, like, crunch. That's uh, the type of it was cabbage just, I like. It was just everything. Y'all just don't know. But let's go back to that cornbread, though, that butter. <laughs> let's go back to that. <laughs> y'all, it matters. Yeah, it matters. It matters. <laughs> I had no drive. Ugh. Yeah, I think um, one of the one of the speakers at the round table. She had her children there, and you know, children they they'll eat cornbread, but they don't eat it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll they'll snack. Her little girl loved that cornbread. So yeah. You know, the cornbread was on point because mm-hmm. she was like, "Let me get another piece of that." <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just happy that everybody came, and it was a good time. On top of being productive for the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait to do the. It was just. It felt good to actually do something Mm -hmm. and be involved in doing something. The fact that, because, like, me and Stephanie been going back and forth about this, about actually getting it done for Mm -hmm. what, like a year, two years. Yeah. Because she first she introduced the roundtable to me like what a year ago? No, it might have been two years. Like. She told me about a round table. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Then you go in, you do your research, gain the confidence. Now we doing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's dope. And then we're excited. I'm just hoping that um, from now on, we now we've set the foundation, especially with our generation, because it it was so dope, y'all, for the listeners, because it was all of our age group. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. That was what was so dope. Like, you know, I'm sure that there was other events going on that, you know, people had threw out or whatever. But hmm. ours had our age group and we represented it. It's not even that. We got we to gotta speak to the fact that it was all black people in the room having mm. black conversations and not having to worry about whiteness being offended. Right. We was talking about how we felt. And that was my whole intentions of bringing this to here, mm-hmm. because not often do you get to speak without without whiteness being present, and you have to to capitulate and pander to yes white people when you're talking when you're having a black ass conversation. Yeah. So that's something that I really wanted to do, and it got done, and I, and I think we all handled it perfectly. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be better next time, but yeah. I, and this is what I want to say: when uh, Maydell, back to Maydell, when Maydell did the the State of Black America, that Maydell Leak, Maydell Leak, yeah. When she did the form, she wanted to speak about the issues, mm-hmm. but it was so much whiteness in the room. Mm. And and when, when okay for for anybody who's not black listening to this podcast. What, why we 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 are so determined and pressed to be talking amongst ourselves is because there, there's when you talk around white people there is they have a sense of privilege what well, not yeah white people not people who happen to be, happen to be white let's, let's let's get that clear um they have there's a difference yeah they 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 have right. they have a tendency to Talk over your points mm-hmm. and get defensive, and that's never productive for a, a conversation to go anywhere. 
So Right. And not only just get defensive, but they bring it back around to make mm-hmm. it seem like they're the victim. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. or or what you're doing is um what you're doing is anti white. Instead yeah, of being yeah, yeah. pro black, you know, oh well, are you a racist now? Right. Because you know, Which, and it's like that has nothing to do with yeah. and in Dallas Dallas talked Dallas Leak uh talked about that at the round table too that specific topic and co- that topic of conversation which was dope that had that that breakdown and somebody break it down and had the words to you know what I'm saying to 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 to, to get it to people that are listening in layman's term right mm-hmm. and that's dope so man I can't wait for y'all to watch this video Okay, so we get in. I'm I, like I'm literally speaking to y'all live right now. Okay, okay. so Dimitri Carter commented, um, "This was an amazing experience. Honored to be a part of this. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to the next episode." So people are responding back in a positive manner mm-hmm. about tonight, and I love it. I do too. You I know, too. I felt the love. It felt good to be in a room full of, you know, our constituents, mm-hmm. <laughs> and not have to worry about offending. Or having to um, talk in a certain manner, um, and and on top of it, it just felt good to be like to black. talk and not have to explain. It just felt good to be black. Yeah, yeah. you know, it felt good to be black. Yes. And and I know that's good for you all. I know that's good for well, and I know that's good for you. I know because yeah, being here, it can it. Wow, I I commend you all. I commend you all. I, because my my setup is still the way it is, mm-hmm. being around so much blackness and coming. And here. we're jealous. Yeah, uh, no. we're jealous of you. No, we are. But but mm-hmm. this but this we, is what we have never got to experience the real culture of being black. It's been a watered down experience here. I know, and I understand. <laughs> I'm for real. Yeah, I knew. I swear. I, swear, I was thinking the same thing. I knew, I knew you was going for it. I knew you was going for it. I knew you was going for it. WDC Lee X in the building. <laughs> and oh, let's go back to that. And we pretend it says that on camera. He said it on camera, Julia. He said it on camera. I can't uh, lie. God damn, Rintel. <laughs> now people going to be low-key calling oh, yeah. me that. Oh, yeah. That's your name now. Yeah. Stephanie C. Lee. Hey. What is that about? <laughs> this is what I will say. Coming here and and being, and being this space has been created, I'm I'm happy. Like, I, I feel alleviated because when I came here and I started to see the way the, 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 way the structure was in this town... It it made me. I, I took my. I took being around my people for granted. Mm. I did. Yeah, I did. Cause I'm saying to myself like, I mean, I see black people, but where's the? Are they black for real? Mm. Where's the black? Where's the pride? Where's the value? Right. And as and 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 as much as they push this narrative about Chicago, about it being so violent and this and that. You have to weigh the good with the bad, considering that Chicago just got named the most corrupt city. It's still so much things that that's going on in the community. Like that's I have positive. A, that's very mm-hmm. positive. I have a friend right now who has bought up half of 79th Street. 
Mm-hmm. And 79th Street, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a little structure. 79th Street is kind of like how State Street is, mm-hmm. how it runs. 79th is a, a good... Uh, is a good like 20 miles. Okay. If not longer. Mm-hmm. And she and her colleagues have bought up half of that. Hmm. So all of that that property is black owned. Hmm. So and and she's she's creating programs with that. And that's stuff you don't see on television. What's your friend and she need to come here. So I want can... her to. I Please. want her to. She you know, she told me once once you get the ball rolling Mm. Once it's rolling and it's on fire, I'm coming. I know that's right. I'm coming because, yeah, I'm excited. I'm just, you know what? I'm excited. This, okay. Going back to what you were saying, like, I feel like this is possible. Once they see these videos yeah, and they see what we're we talking about and what we're about. Right. And they hear that conversation. I think, well, I'm hoping that the black people in this community will want to be around that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you know, it's really about community for me. Yeah. Like, creating a family vibe when you dare. Because that's that how we're supposed to so feel dumb. as yeah. black people. Yeah. Right, right. No matter if you relate it or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, even tonight, take for example, uh, we we had the, uh, the event at the JFAC, which is... Um, Journeys, like a, AKA. it's like a um, like a kids recreational, recreational center, center. Um, but in the back it has different party rooms or whatever. Which so is we black had it there. However, the gentleman that owns it, he was having a family get together as well tonight. Mm-hmm. On on our way out, his family was coming in. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, that's a totally different family from my own. Mm-hmm. But when I walked in the kitchen and they were all cooking and stuff like that to you know set up you know they were setting their food up and everything mm-hmm. we were all able to talk to laugh to joke to mm-hmm. interact and that's how it should be mm-hmm. you know what i mean it should you know when she came she said who who like oh y'all ain't got no more lima beans and this this <laughs> yeah. and that i don't even i didn't know her like that but mm-hmm. i felt like we were still all family like you're black mm-hmm. you know like we're still yes. all family mm-hmm. and she it- came in we laughed we joked and it it felt like that's how it's supposed to be in our community. It's, it's supposed not, to be something that's you know all collective. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to all be able to laugh, all be able to joke, all be able to eat, all be able to have different businesses and support each other mm-hmm. with it. You know, we. So I'm 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 really 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 excited to see what the future holds. Now I do. I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be very overwhelming only because I. I see that people want that voice. Mm-hmm. They want to speak up, but you don't know who to trust. Mm. Mm-hmm. You don't know who to trust here in this town. And, and I see that. It's like, I, I want to reach out. But what does trust have to do with coming out and having a community no, function no, 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 or something no, like that? She mean it only as, as a whole. Yeah. As a whole. Like, because, say, you're at work. Mm-hmm. You could be having a conversation with somebody black. They might be offended by or feel unsafe or, you know what I'm saying? Right. But what you're saying and they report you to HR. I've seen that shit happen. Wow. And that's what I, that, and that's, that's what I meant. Okay. Because it's just like with you, I know I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the space there between me and you 
Oh, but I'm the most hated black girl in this city. And I'm just being honest. That's how you feel? That's how it is. I'm just saying. How many people do not like... How many people do not like me, Brentel? A lot. But still. A lot. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it's... They don't trust me. Or if it's just that I don't care that they don't. You know what I'm saying? It could, yeah, it very well could be that. Because I don't care. If or you don't it, trust it, me. it simply could be just how you are. Mm. It could be your okay. honesty. Because it, 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 I don't care. No, yeah. it's, it's you're a polarizing figure. That's what you are. A what? Polarizing. Meaning. I, let me look that okay. up. What that means is, <laughs> what that means is, a lot of people either going, you either like her or you hate her. Right. There is no in between. Well, you love to hate her. Yeah. You're like the guilty pleasure. Like, I don't really want to fuck with her, but I want to hear what she got to say. Exactly. And that's how you are. Okay. That's how you are. They they don't want to admit that they fucking with you because this is this is what I say. Because you yep. Don't claim no hate. Because if a motherfucker taking that much time to want to know what you're doing, they love you. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? No. (laughs) because if an individual is invested in that much time wanting to know your business Mm -hmm. then what does that say about them but i don't like i don't i don't like joy i don't like joy but you want to know everything about her why i don't know if they want to know anything about me at all i i don't know i don't know that you know what i'm saying but they do though (laughs) but they do know but they do but they do well you got you got to think like as far as like this community goes, you you the person that got to come in and shake shit up. You well, know what I'm saying? We as are a, supposed we to do are, that, no, right? Right, right. But we are supposed. To, that's not what's happening. Okay. We the motherfuckers shaking shit up right now. Yeah. In the community. Shaking. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. If we yeah. being honest, that's that, that's doing things to try to uplift the black the black community. Mm-hmm. And instill black culture, African American culture here. Right. Because it's been stripped down, and there's it's almost like, not even almost like, people are afraid to have that pride here, because Damn. like again, like right. I said at, at the round table, this is eighty percent white community, nine mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. black, and that struck with a lot of people when you gave those numbers. Mm-hmm. It did. It struck with a lot of people. Like this is this is the amount of black people that's in this community. And 10 of us can't come together. Right. 20 of us can't come together and chop it up. That says a lot. That says that there's little to no pride. Mm-hmm. There's little to no value. It's been completely diminished because the complete inter- integration. Like, it's just like, oh, well, yeah, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, and and another, this is what I will say. This is what I will say. Because so many... Blacks over the past have migrated here because there are a substantial amount of people from Mississippi. When you come from violent, infested communities, when you come when it's written with drugs and violence and a, a lot of BS, when you move to a safer place, now you have this negative bias in your mind saying that I'm looking at this black person. I, this is why I don't fuck with black people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then here you is, you have this the white person that's more accepting. So I'm a fuck I'm a fuck with white people because mm-hmm. I've been dealing with niggas all my life and I know how niggas roll. Right. Specifically niggas. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas niggas. 
Yeah. Not black people. Right. Yeah. Right. So you come here and you see black people and you automatically label them as niggas. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not going to fuck with them. I'm in a safe place. It ain't no violence. It ain't this. It ain't that. Like when I moved here, I didn't, I didn't have that man frame. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I sought out to say, I want to try to find some black people who I could connect with because I'm black. And I don't know that experience being raised around so many white people. Mm-hmm. I commend you all. I commend you all. I do. I I commend you all. I really do because, yeah. But see, I think on top of that, just to comment what she's saying, now we have this false theory of how the whole world works. Mm -hmm. Because in the world, when you get out in the world beyond Fremont, Mm -hmm. not all white people are going to like you. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to just, you know, talk freely about having mixed kids and, you know, what whatever the situation is. You're not going to be able to. It's a different world, world mm-hmm. when you leave. It literally Fremont. is. It literally is. And, and, I always and a say, lot of people, if and, and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to cut I'm you sorry. off. A lot of people that are in Fremont, that are from Fremont, never left. have never left mm-hmm. Fremont. Oh, wow. They've never traveled anywhere. They've never been anywhere. They've never gone anywhere. They've never seen anything but Fremont. So like Maydell was saying earlier at the event, their mind frame and their mindset is just the same. And they teach that generationally. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing that they know. So they don't know anything about being having black pride or being in a black culture or anything like that because... To them, the only thing that they know is Fremont. And and this is what I will say. I think people who have migrated here because it's a it's a in in this area and in the last ten years it's been reverse migration, where blacks have migrated from major cities to more smaller towns mm-hmm. for safety. Mm. Right. And 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 I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I migrated from Chicago here because Chicago turned into Gotham City. I always tell everybody that. And I, that's real shit, though. That's real. I just told you, we just got we just got elected like the most corrupt city. Like yeah, corrupt, that is, corrupt. That is, you that know, is politics. Fair, that's fair. That you know what I'm fair. saying? And, and that's what it is. It's, it's, yeah. Gotham City, that's pretty good. And that's what it's turning into. Mm-hmm. And I'd be damned if I've spent so much time instilling so much in my boys, only for them to be walking home from school. And a cop just feel as though this I I I want to take this child out and kill my mm. child. Right. I right. can't have that. Right. I'll pull hell from up up under the ground. Right. I understand. Yeah. I fuck it up and everybody in it. Yeah. That's just how I feel about my kids. So moving them here, the culture shock I can deal with. But gathering people together. And instilling pride that I've had my entire life. Like when Black History Month come up, when I was growing up, every first off, it was more black teachers then anyway. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember when I had white teachers. When I got to college, when I when I started when I started going to UIC for pharmacy, that's when I started seeing like white professors. But from from kindergarten up until like eighth grade, all my teachers were black, and most of them were women. Mm-hmm. So in a, a, a classroom with a black, with a sister, you know how it was ran. Right. 
She was not playing. She was not. She wasn't. It wasn't no pen against pen. And I'll never forget this. I had a teacher, Miss Johnson. Here she go. Look at him. You see him? That's your brother. See her? That's your sister. Hmm. We a family. Hmm. And don't ever forget that. Now, at this time, this is fourth grade, so I'm roughly 10. Mm-hmm. I'm 33. Then mm-hmm. that stuck with me forever. Right. And that's how I've always seen, like, despite what, what I've seen coming up throughout the years, that stayed with me. Right. So I, I, the kids here don't know that. Like, if you ask kids here today, who, 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 who who's the Ku Klux Klan? You know what I'm saying? Or who's Megger? Or who's Nat? Or who's Fred? Mm-hmm. They won't. They can't tell you that. Black National Anthem. <laughs> the All Negro. Right. They, these kids, they don't even know the Negro National Anthem. Thank you for saying that. They don't. I'm teaching. I do. You want to sing it? <laughs> <laughs> Lift every voice and sing. But where did you learn it from? Made up. That's Made what I'm out. saying. And you see Tanisha <laughs> said in the event Made tonight. Out. Made you see what she said? She was a product. She's a right. product of Maydell and I'm, Dallas. I'm a product of Maydell and Dallas. I'm, when we were younger, um, we always used to go down to Ebenezer, mm-hmm. and they used to have the black history programs. And they would make us, you know, learn the, you know, the Negro, natural, and we would um, taste test soul food, and uh, we would have the kente cloths. And we had the Kente Cloth Ceremony when we graduated high school. And we had, the, you know, that was just how we were back then. When And we, we, did the, we did the college tour. Did you go on the college tour? Once. We did a college tour. We went and visited all the uh, HBCU colleges around. Um, and we went and uh, visited where Martin Luther King got shot. And we went and saw, you know, the, the church where the, the four girls got um uh, bombed yeah. in the, fi- the fire, and uh, we went to a lot of nationally, uh, national black, you know, historical landmarks. black landmarks, made out in Dallas, you know, and uh, we took a bus tour and we toured for a week and came back, and that was just how it was back then. And 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 talking to them and talking to Maydell and when I when I began to talk to her. Her and Dallas are pillars mm-hmm. in the black community. They really are. Yes, and they don't get the credit that they truly deserve. And, and and I don't. There's black people here are scared to step out because they have white wives and white husbands and mixed kids mm-hmm. and white uncle and you don't know how many times I've put something on Facebook and I've gotten backlash from somebody. Texting me, calling me. You can't say that because you got a black uncle. I mean, a white uncle. You can't say that because you got a, a you have a white sister-in-law. You can't say that. And what I say to that is, that is not my fault. Hmm. And it's not. But I, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to apologize. It's not, it's not, Did I marry that person? It's not. My husband is black. Okay. I I can't help. That they chose to make that decision to go and marry somebody white, or they chose to have mixed kids, or they chose that's on them. Exactly. All I can do is preach the truth, and the truth is, fuck them. That's why. That's why. Shit. That's, why. Them, that's why. You know. You know what I'm saying? It's like, a matter of <laughs> that's that again. 
Right. Like, you saying you getting backlash, again, that's why I created, I wanted to create the roundtable. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we don't care about backlash. We don't care about all of that. If right. you don't like me for something I said, good. Right. Good. Right. And that's just the end of it. That's just how I feel. That's where we need to be standing. Because this whole playing the fence and being nice and, like, I'm I'm through with all of that. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to ride, you're going to ride. If you disagree with it, you probably are part of the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. And and why does that? And then every time you turn around, somebody, is she racist? Because she's saying this and this and this and that. Black people can't be racist. They can only be prejudiced. And, 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 you know, when you say that, when you say that to other black people and and they give you and they try to give you a response as to why black people can be racist, you are part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You are upholding the sure. system. You can be you can be you can discriminate. You can be prejudiced, but you can't be racist. We, we don't have to cannot do that. We I, I don't I don't get it when people do. I, I don't. I, I've come to see here. I've come to see here that they want to really wash your pride away. Yes, mm. they want to. They want to strip that down. They want to keep you so. And the, and the thing about it is, they want us to be okay with it. Yes. Not not just strip you down from your pride, but they want you to be happy about not having any. Yeah. You understand? Like, yeah. they want you to be okay with not having any black pride at all. And, you know, when when Dallas said what he said about the, the educational system, because you, you have to understand, now we're in an era, and we've always been in that, but now more than ever, uh-huh. they are attacking our young black boys. And case in point, my personal experience with my son, and I talked about this on a, a previous podcast, that when Dallas said what he said, that struck with me. He said... When they approach fourth grade, and, be, and when they approach fourth grade, then they have that, then all of a sudden, here come a learning disability for your child. That's what all my son's teachers were telling me at STOM. When it, when he went to STOM in the he fifth grade. He had all straight A's this year. Yeah. Well, that was when he got to middle school. That's and what he I'm had saying. A diver- they were used to having a diversity of more kids. Mm, okay. You okay. understand? When he was at STOM, and he had a black teacher. Um, when he was at STOM, they all sat me down in the office and said, we think that he has ADHD. He can't sit still. He's doing this. He's doing that. And they would clip my son down every day with something. And it got to the point where he just, he, he Mom, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm getting yelled at constantly in class. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I know. And, and, and as soon as he left that school and he went into the sixth grade, Ja'Kai, got, Ja'Kai was getting straight A's. And you, this, this, this is what it was with me. So I think like in elementary school, they target black boys so that by the time they get to Middle school. They're already off track. Their confidence is broken. Yeah, their confidence is broken, and they're already off track. Yeah. Not this one. 
because my son is destined for success. And and that's that's exactly what they tried to do with my son Preston. And my first initial reaction because I'm so reactionary, and I'm like Mama Bear like all the time. I want to go up, up there and like slap the shit out of all of them. Right? How dare you? I know I know your angle. Mm-hmm. Because they they do they do that in public schools in Chicago all the time. Number one, first off, in Chicago public schools, when my kids got here, they were they were behind two years academically. Mm-hmm. So the curriculum in Chicago is maybe three years behind, maybe four. Mm-hmm. So them coming here, having to play catch up, and not only is it behind in Chicago, they're not teaching the kids. Mm-hmm. Because the schools feel more like prison than the actual learning environment. Mm. No heat, no air. Mm. You know, outdated books, old computers. So it's just, that's what they're doing. And we're not even going to talk about nutritional value when it comes to food. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> really just gearing them up. Really gearing them up. And, and I said, once I got here... I'd be damned if I've lived in a community and I don't have a safe haven for me or my children being black in this town. Right. If I don't, if I can't find one, I'm going to create one. Right. And that's what we're doing. And that's good. And that's what we're doing because it's, it's needed. It's beyond. This black parent committee is beyond overdue. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many parents. It's this one parent um, me and her socialized. Now, did they? I'm sorry. Did they? Ha- did they have a meeting yet for the Black Parent Committee? Have, have no. you guys had? Has anyone had an official meeting? No. For mm-hmm. that, I don't no. even think it's, it's built right now. No. no. Is it? No. I don't it, want to it it, okay. All right. It isn't. But I think we need to um, hold a function for that. And we need to have Maydell be the keynote speaker mm-hmm. because when Maydell, even with um, Alexander being there, mm-hmm. he didn't give you his backstory, but Maydell will always say, and he would always say that if it wasn't for her, you know, they would have pumped his son up full of medicine and kept him in them special classes for a long time. Right. Now, mind you, the boy in the middle school on honor roll right now, today. Mm-hmm. But if he hadn't met her, because he he didn't have he didn't have the the, the information mm-hmm. to know what they were doing, mm-hmm. but Maydell did. Right. We rounded on house back. We keep coming back to Maydell because mm-hmm. she slept party. on, huh? Yeah. And made, huh, in Dallas, I slept on very mm-hmm. much, so. like mad slept on, very much so. So it's just like even with her talking to me, and they were talking about oh, oh, we need to put him on an individualized education plan. And Maydell was like, you better not. Mm-mm. That's you what they tried to say it. about Jakai. And Jakai, and we noticed from from his dad being gone and stuff like that, my son suffers with anxiety. And we talked about black mental health today. We talked about, you know, the mental health mm-hmm. that goes on because it trickles down within our children, it too. It does. It does. Especially when they come and go into these schools and being looked upon and picked on constantly yeah. by these teachers, by the, you know, by the faculty, yeah. whatever. That tends to wear and tear on our children. It does. It does. So now they're they're now they're having you know uh, anxiety and depression issues now. It's, and yeah, it is. And and it's at a higher rate because those the kids in school they they they're dealing with 
the teachers mm. and the peers. Right. All the time. So it's an overload of anxiety for for my kids personally because us moving to a whole different element. And like I always tell everybody when my son, when my youngest baby, when he started going to Atkinson and he walked in and he walked around, he was like, it's so many white people. Where are all the black people? Everybody's um, white. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was that initial shock for him. So, you know, when my kids, even when my kids, even when they seen a, a black man or like a, a black teacher or like a, a black parent, my kids, when they first, when we first moved, they will always run up to him and say hello. Because mm-hmm. they naturally gravitate towards all, anybody black. That's how I was when we, where we're at right now. If I had saw this one black lady in the, in the grocery store, I was like, oh, it's one of us. Hi. <laughs> What's you, your name? You be you know, so can we happy. Be can we be friends? You be so happy. Like even now when I be in yeah, Kroger. For real. When I be in Kroger. Yeah. And I see anybody. Hey, how you doing? Right. How are you? Right. How are you? Can we be friends? Please, let's be. Can we go out to eat? Yeah. Can we do something? Yeah, for real. Because you, we need that. We do. As a people. We Especially do. Especially in these day and time, in these days and times right now. We need it so bad. We do. This this town is, is completely overdue. Mm. But I, I really... I'm, I'm excited for the things that we are doing. I really am. I'm hoping that, you know, the division that we have and, and that we talked about, I'm hoping we can eventually come together. I hope I strike a chord with people that actually listen to it. Right, right. And watch it. Because we actually got some, you know, a lot of people was asking about the podcast today. Like Tanisha, mm-hmm. she was like, she wanted to know, you know, oh, well, oh, well this is what it is. Right. So, you know, even even with that, even, you know, want to have her on as a guest and talk about mental health and talk about things. Mm-hmm. You know, bringing more awareness and more uh, conversation to the podcast. Yeah. That would be excellent. And, and, and that's networking. <laughs> now, last March, we did the March Madness. Kind of fell off because, you know, we didn't get the support that we should have gotten. Are we going to do something with March Madness this year? Yeah. I don't know. Let's talk about that out there. Yeah. So we can fine tune it and get something together. So are right. we, what, what are we wrapping it up? Um, we have about 42 minutes, but everybody know we long winded. <laughs> it's the first time we've all been together. Uh, you so hype. <laughs> nigga, what time is it? Because I, I got a curfew. Oh, I know that's shit. right. My bad. I know that's right. You right. You know, I'm not kids free like you two. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> happy, happy go lucky birds and shit. <laughs> sure is. Look at your feathers. They just big and wide and breathing. <laughs> sure is. I can't wait. I'm and finna... then you rubbing it in, don't you? Sure is. I'm finna go like, right I'm up in the bed. What time is it now, actually? I'm finna go in the bed and scrawl out. <laughs> I want to know what it's like to just lay in the bed and just lay there. You could just lay there and go to sleep. I sure can. I ain't got to worry about Jadora feet in my face or nothing. Azor probably ain't most likely ain't sleep. Where's my mommy? Yeah. <laughs> Looking for me. <laughs> the struggle, y'all. The struggle. For real. I need a husband or somebody who I like enough. You, you'll find one. 
I can't believe I'm just I'm we off air? I'm still no, no, we oh. Still oh, I thought we were oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> ah, I gotta end it. I gotta end it. All right. Uh I have nothing else. Y'all have anything else? No, you good? Uh, no. no good? We'll be okay. doing more um events to come. So yes, we're looking forward to the video to will be up when it's done. Oh, um, I'm excited. Um uh, let me cut this off. Anyway, the revolution will not be televised. I'll never forget when um, people played this song. Jesus Christ. My yeah. phone did. So, <laughs> um, I have nothing else. Uh, comment, rate, subscribe. You know what's up. Um, yeah, five star review reviews. I gotta start. I gotta read some more too. I gotta look. Did I you know look on Stitcher? Yes, I, I I found some more. I still got you. Just you don't even I, you know. iTunes though. iTunes, I know I got some because some people <laughs> screenshot and left. I just got because it take a couple of days for it to um. What y'all talking about? Five reviews, star reviews. Reviews for the podcast. Oh, I don't even pay attention. What What does that mean? Basically, the reviews help you move up in charts and stuff. Oh, like okay, that, cool. So. How are we doing with that? Um, we don't have enough for how many listeners we be having. Yeah. So oh, we have, like, oh, I don't even know how many. Yeah. What are, What are the? What's the average? Right now, we are at the last couple months strong. We've been at like three thousand. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's not considering bad. like the past two years how inconsistent we've been. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What? Oh, three thousand. What? Review? Listeners? No, oh, listeners, listeners. A month. Uh oh. Three thousand. Yeah. Uh-oh. I know, I know. We trying I mean, to get to 50, I 75. Mean, not, yeah, for sure. We trying to get up. It ain't there. like, it ain't got like, it's all spread out too, which makes it cool. Okay. So, but. We consistently doing it this year though, so it's going to go. I know. Yes. Again. And we got to have shit to do with it. Like shit, like extra shit, like the fucking round table. Mm-hmm. Fly shit. We're going to do yeah. a lot of fly shit this year. Yeah. But um, I don't have anything else. Also, until next episode, hey, 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 podcast every day.